Yeah, good evening and uh, welcome there uh, to uh, episode there uh, 199, but 100 of the, of the Sunday Conversation Podcast. Um, we're presented by Loyalty Liquors and we're hosted by us. Yep. It's episode 100, so if you don't know who us is by now, then I don't know listen to a few episodes before this episode and then you'll know who we are yeah you've been saying us for a while now you're probably gonna go back like 10 episodes <laughs> <laughs> uh how the hell are you bro uh i'm great ben i am uh it's fucking cold here it's been uh it's been a chilly week uh but the you know the 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 gift of of mother nature the the punishment of mother nature turns into the gift of mother nature and tomorrow is going to be the first pond hockey day of the year so no way fired up about that i Fuck think that, i swear i think we're going to play at the lake uh, up at bolton lake where you know for any long long time listeners of this podcast remember about a year ago uh ben and i took uh john riley scott mack and sean stoneman behind the woodshed just the two of us uh two on three uh i think we either shut them out or <laughs> one by two or something like that so oh, you know, uh, it's uh you hate to see it you hate, you to, hate see to see it, it. it basically basically <laughs> basically a, a home game for for me you know i won't have benny with me but uh so you know that's exciting oh, that's great fucking um, right. love to hear that i think at one that's point the best I, hockey on earth everybody knows that yeah right exactly there's no no better feeling in the world uh, that being said, if we're backtracking a little bit, let's see. Patriots season ended in horrific fashion. Uh, that was a fucking murder on, it was a, it was, I take that back. It was a genocide on live television last Saturday night. That sucked dick. Uh, at one point I just couldn't take it anymore. I stopped the game. I put on apocalypse now because I just felt the horrors of Vietnam were probably more, aesthetically appealing in that moment than watching the Patriots get their doors blown off by it by more points um on my net worth has probably dropped about 13 percent this week maybe more honestly oh, oh really look. that's oh that's funny because uh what was down? I mean shit just down a quick 20 percent today so uh yeah yeah whatever I'm a little bit more diversified than you so so <laughs> when it's down but I did lose quite a chunk of change today because not only were cryptocurrencies down across the board, the S&P 500 was down 5.7% this week, which means my 401ks were down at least 5% this week. Uh, so all in all, pretty bad financial week. Uh, Wednesday at about 4.30, I looked at how much business I had done and I had made about $17. Um, thankfully, I got bailed out of that a little bit, but there was a point where I was like, I literally calculate gas and all that shit. I have lost money um, by working today. Uh, so everything's great, dude. You know, uh, life's good. You know, uh, spent a hundred bucks on fucking groceries today, but I'm making, I've been in, in new dish mode lately. So yeah, um, no, man. I mean, shit, I feel bad for, uh, for the people who don't follow you. On hold, your, hold your mic up, la- hold your mic up to your mouth. It's like in your oh, shoulder. Oh, listening to your, okay. your traps. My apologies. Mm-hmm. Um, what I was going to say was, I mean, shit, you had a fucking delicious looking dinner last week. What do we call this? The new Sunday oh, that meal? Was, 
that was uh are you starting a new podcast with someone else called the sunday meal no not kind of jokingly but maybe not even jokingly i was talking to my sister about starting a a, a cooking instagram page the two of us but the problem would be getting together enough to do enough content where we'd be able to have stuff coming out all the time so that, that's on the back burner for now but this sunday i'm making... you just start taking pictures of everything you make and then you have a backlog yeah, I guess, but you know, the well the thing about Instagram right now is that if you want if you want to get reach, you got to uh do reels. That's that's how you get reach. That's they're they're blasting those all over the place. So, you got to do reels uh to be able to uh to gain any kind of following. But um what this, if I told you um some some wild news? Okay, hold that thought one second. Sunday I'm making gnocchi alla Sorrentina. Oh, yeah. Okay, go ahead, Ben. Tell me the wild news. What was that called again? Gnocchi alla Sorrentina. So it's a, it's basically baked gnocchi. You make the gnocchi from scratch. You do like a simple red sauce. You mix in some buffalo mozzarella and then you bake it for 20 minutes and take it back out. It's going to be probably pretty fucking good. I'm pretty pumped for that. No meat in that? No meat. Cause that fucking, what were, what were those short ribs? Uh, that so that last week last I did week? a short rib ragu, uh, so I I cooked short ribs in, uh, I cooked short ribs uh in uh, cast iron with um, onion, celery, carrots, uh, did a little red wine reduction, then did uh, beef stock, which you know anybody who doesn't know what beef stock is, it's literally just beef bones and water melted down. Um, and, uh, and tomatoes, San Marzano tomatoes, cooked that for four hours, uh, in the oven at low temperature, 250, turn the meat every four hours, or excuse me, every 45 minutes. Then I made uh the pasta from scratch. And then you reduce the, reduce the ragu a little bit to thicken it up and, uh, boom, you got a little bit of uh, short rib meat sauce. Yep. How are you? Fuck dude. I mean, it looked delightful. It makes me want to cook, but it's kind of it's kind of hard to cook, uh, you know, at the beach. But um, <laughs> <laughs> everybody knows you're such a piece of shit. That was, that, was, that was good. Um. Well, um, I have a little uh, like I was almost late to the pod today because I was almost in a Nicaraguan prison camp. Oh, my fiance. And I. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ben, how was your week? <laughs> oh, actually, it's fucking awesome. Uh, but uh, today, um, we went to we went to two beaches today. We were, and we've been renting a little like a like a Honda scooter from the from the place we're staying at. So we're dipping down the roads. You know, it's like it's just a scooter. It's it's nothing crazy. There's not much power, so we're not you just like go up the street a little bit and then you, you're taking a, a right or a left and then you're driving down these back roads for you know a while and then you just get to a beach and it's fucking sweet there's little tiki hut style restaurants and like today we were surfing but anyway so we're cruising back today from surfing and uh basically basically we like whiz through all this traffic and we we get to the main road and we're about to take a left and as we're driving everyone's like honking everyone's honking flashing their lights all this shit 
and we just keep rolling along and sure enough there's a there's a cop checkpoint at the top of the hill yep. so a couple cops with some you know sawed off shotguns of course leaning against the car and then these other two like <laughs> these other two people that were uh like i guess just waving cars to the side of the road so they wave us to the side of the road and uh this guy comes over and he had the most like sketched out like he's like fuck like i shouldn't have pulled the gringos over but i had to because there's these people so i'll get to this part of the story but so he like pulls me over he's all nervous and i'm like you know we're like whatever like you know how much (laughs) how much money do you want and and right off the bat he goes bente so 20 bucks you want 20 bucks and uh so right like right off the bat like that's in our head like okay so this is gonna cost 20 dollars. so and he and we're trying to like hand it to him he's like no 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 uno momento uno momento so he took my license i'm trying to explain to him that like we're we just are staying right up around the corner like you could throw a baseball there was like actually it was it was not far and uh he's like uno momento and he like walks over to the squad car which was a I don't know, 1996 Nissan Sentra. Mm. Um, but uh, he, he like is talking to his partner. And this guy seems like he has some seniority. So we're waiting a couple minutes. We took a couple like selfies. Like, you know, we're at the top of the hill. These <laughs> The cops are Top of the hill, over, top of the hill. Like if I could say that, like, you know, I was the least nervous in the history of my life in terms of like traffic stops, you know, like had just had a couple beers. So technically I would have been under the influence in America, but uh, not <laughs> Nicaragua. DUIs don't exist in and, Nicaragua. Uh, <laughs> so the other guy now comes over and um, he starts walking across the street. And I like, I, before he starts walking over, I'm like, I'm like, Toby, how do you say sorry? He's like, lo siento. I'm like, all right. So he gets like halfway across the street. I'm like, Lo siento, amigo. <laughs> he's like, okay, okay. And he's like, so he stands next to the bike and types out for a minute and 10 seconds, maybe a minute, 20 seconds. Hands us the phone back. If you want to pay the fine, you have to be very discreet. There are people watching. <laughs> so, so, so he's like looking across the street and there's this little like tire shaft. These guys are like fixed motorcycle tires and they're just staring at us. And we're like, okay, man, well, like, how do we be discreet? Like, here, like, he's like, uno momento, uno momento. And he like types again, types again. He's like, you have to wear a helmet. Like, yeah, well, we don't have helmets. So how do we, how do we leave? So then I'm like, I turn, I'm like, Toby, right into your thing. Like, give us a fake ticket. So at this point, she crumples up this $20 bill into like this tiny little ball and she's sitting behind like obviously behind me on the scooter and I'm like amigo like we're gonna be right up there and he starts inching back like towards her and she like dishes him the 20 and and then he's like trying to like play it off at this point he has a mask on but he's like laughing and I'm like like how like I'm like give us a fake ticket because like I, I don't know dude either way it was oh, it was the most bizarre scenario ever because it was the most corrupt traffic stop ever 
well, in terms of like, you know, Nicaragua, the, the state of Nicaragua wasn't getting the $20 bill. I can assure you that it's the cops that are getting the money. And uh, I don't know. It was just kind of funny. Cause you like, you sort of felt bad for like these two Nicaraguan guys are sitting there watching this whole all go down. They write tickets to all the other Nicaraguan people. And then, you know, we just give 20 bucks and, and we scooter, scooter away. And, uh, yeah, that was how I almost ended up in the Mexican, I mean, uh, Nicaraguan prison camp. Very proud of you. I would have, I would have been doing, I would have been doing labor. Uh, yeah, you, and, and pro- well, yeah, they would have looked at your, at your genetics and been like this guy, you know, he can, this guy can haul buckets. I yeah, guarantee buckets. he can fucking carry buckets. Uh, just imagine if they found out how much you knew about, about concrete and fences, dude, you legitimately yeah, I, if i told them about my fucking third grade science fair project about how concrete hardens they probably would have 100 percent been like this is the guy for us um i would have been, been running a crew especially after i've been doing this duolingo and my, my spanish yeah, right Espanol yeah. is getting pretty yeah. good for everybody at home paying attention we started the call <laughs> ben said hola i said que pasa he didn't know what that meant so duolingo is going great <laughs> Oh, Dude, that, I mean, that's like that's kind of my worst nightmare. I think like that would be the most terrifying part about traveling in a third world country. I remember the time I went to Tijuana, uh, we were coming back. In in hindsight, I did so many dumb fucking things on that trip, some of which cannot be discussed in this podcast just because I have family members who listen. But one of the dumbest things I did was I didn't bring my phone. And I didn't bring, like, I brought $80, excuse me, I brought $100 cash, and I brought my passport. And I didn't bring anything else, because I was like, well, I don't want to lose it, I don't want to get stolen, it's not going to work here anyways, blah, 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 blah. At one point, I lost all the people I was with, and was like, well, great, I don't have a fucking phone, I'm in Tijuana, Mexico, like, awesome fucking situation to be in. Thankfully, that worked out. Anyways, we're coming back uh it's like three o'clock in the morning and so anybody who's been to tijuana if you cross over the border from san isidro which is the last town in san diego county before you cross the mexican border you cross over you walk over and uh i'm trying to think exactly how that went you get once you walk through the border you walk up over like a like a set of stairs and a covered bridge and then you're you're in mexico right and then you take a i think you take a cab i think we took a cab to uh Tijuana from there. Oh, so we're coming back. And in like when you cross over the border, it's almost like a shanty town. There's all these like like huts set up that are normally like during the day, they're selling things, right? They're all vendors. And because there's so many people yeah, walking yeah. over the road, they're selling shit. Well, at night, obviously they're all closed. So we're coming back at 3 a.m. We'd been out. And one of the kids we were with, who was the group of guys I was with, they were all from NorCal. Uh, two of them were my roommates, two of them were my roommates, buddies who I knew. And then they had a friend come that was down from, from NorCal visiting. He decides to walk in between two of the huts and take a piss, right? Harmless enough. We've all done it. We're waiting for him. He comes back around the corner and there's three federales with him. And we're like, fuck. So they, they caught him, you know, peeing or whatever. And a couple of the kids I was with speak enough Spanish where they're like, and they talk for a couple minutes and they turn around and they're like, what do you guys have for cash? I was like, I don't, I have my ID. That's it. I don't have anything. 
I think we, I think we scrounged up like eighteen dollars. <laughs> it was literally just pocket change that was that was kicking around, and then we gave it to these guys and they let them go. But like, so on the one hand, like it's terrifying and it's corrupt and it's these weird situations. But on the other hand, if that was America, that's public indecency. That's a ticket. That's probably a court appearance. You got to get a lawyer. You know, you got to go through this whole rigmarole. You know, if there's any kids around, well, now you just got caught for exposing yourself for a kid. You're a sex offender for the rest of your life. Or you go to Mexico, pay 18 bucks, you know, so. <laughs> you pick, you pick. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So, so, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's a catch 22, as they say. But uh, how was uh, so how was the rest of the week before that? Uh, pretty good. I mean, um, nothing, nothing, I guess, too crazy. We've we've been at some just like huge beaches, I guess, that are very um, like not much, oh, mush, not much infrastructure at all. Like just like Tiki Hut style, yeah. like open open air restaurant, but cold cerveza and uh, surfboards and fucking. Um, I guess. Last week, I bet you we recorded the turtles. Was the turtles on the beach? Probably after. When was that? That was just a couple of days ago. Yeah, that was right. Yeah, so we were in the uh, the town we were in before this was called Guasicate. Okay. And um, it was kind of it was it was an interesting scenario. It was like this massive, big beach, white sand super soft sand but then the wind was just like whipping yeah so in the morning the wind was like kind of bad and then one afternoon the wind died down and it was like pretty cool we were walking all down the beach the next day the wind's like whipping and there's all these people out on the beach Mm. and sure enough some fucking guy pulls a fucking turtle out of the ocean like a, we're like, like a, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, like a big old sea turtle. And he brought it up on the beach. And so we we're like, shit, turtles love turtles. So we, we cruised down onto the beach. And uh, so there was like a couple guys around him. And he like set it in the sand. And we were like, what, what is going on? Like, are they going to fucking eat this thing? Like, like, we didn't know what was going on. So basically, the turtle walks up the beach a little bit more and starts digging a fucking hole. So all these locals sit when the wind comes in like real bad, the turtles come up on the beach to lay their eggs. They want the eggs because they eat the eggs. I guess they're good protein. Okay. So you have a tourist beach with a bunch of uh, gringos that are very interested in the turtles Next thing you know, the, the woman who owns our hostel that we were staying at, which was not a hostel, it was a beautiful little hotel, um, comes wheeling out, call, gets the cops on the phone. Cops come. Now she gets every fucking turtle egg. Because what she does is actually, so we ended up digging a hole. Yeah. And we planted fucking 232 turtle eggs. 
Out three different turtle? turtles came up. Oh, no, dude. Jesus three Christ. turtles came up on the beach in that time. Yep. So it was, it was really fucking cool. So like we were, it was basically this mom sea turtle. The one guy that worked at the hostel, like knew what he was doing. He'd done it all the time. So he's like digging, digging down where the turtle just laid the eggs. The mom turtle is like fucking firing sand back at him, trying to like bury the eggs. Yep. He's plucking them out and then handing them to me. I'm putting them in the bucket. And then uh, like we went and uh, buried them up on their like on their land so that when they hatch, they'll actually fucking put them back in the ocean instead of eating the sea turtles or the sea turtle eggs. So then we Googled it and uh, it was, I guess it's like a delicacy. They're sold on the black market, sea turtle eggs. It is, it's very, it's, it's very interesting to me that you bring that up, but go ahead, continue, finish that thought. No, I was just going to say, which I just said the black market. And like, I always like have thought about that term, like the black market. And that's just like anything that's not legal really. So yeah, it's just a backdoor sale. Yeah. It's a backdoor sale. It's a, it's Your grandpa a, used to sell us booze on the black market, but actually technically not because we stole booze from your grandpa on the just black market. Put the money in the register and, and you're like, oh, the register's over 40 bucks today. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> uh, the, it's, funny you should, it's funny you should say that because I was in an account, my first account on Monday morning, and somehow the topic of eggs came up. Oh, I remember why. Okay, little confession. Huevos. Huevos. Okay, good. Glad you know that one. Even I know that one. Uh, so when I, was, when I was making short rib ragu last week, I was going to make the pasta. And I've had this problem twice in a row now. And Ben, you're an experienced pasta maker. I, I actually noticed you only used five eggs last well, week. Well, that's because I didn't, make it, I didn't make as much. I made basically oh, enough for like that. two servings. Because um, I was taught seven eggs. I mean, seven just... eggs. Yep. Five cups. So four cups of zero zero flour, one cup of semolina flour, seven eggs. You got it, bro. So I kind of half that recipe. But <laughs> I, uh, I've had this problem now twice in a row where I don't make the well wide enough to fit like as for all the eggs fit, you can actually kind of tell in that picture, like one of the eggs is like kind of creeping a little bit. And so when you go to start, as you know, mixing the eggs and then start to pull the flour in, I accidentally knocked part of the well down and then the eggs all seep out. And then, so you got to be fast to like get it back together and then start, you know, getting it all going again. And I had a complete disaster on my hands. There was eggs seeping everywhere I'm trying to roll it all back together. Can't get it back together. And I literally just took my knife, scraped it all off the counter into the garbage and started from scratch and did it over again. And uh, the second time it was fine. Um, but so anyways, the next day I'm in an account and we're, we were talking about eggs for some reason. And he was like, you should use ostrich eggs next time. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Ostrich eggs. Like, I know that like ostrich eggs are a thing or whatever, but like, and turns out you can just buy ostrich eggs on the internet and they're gigantic. And so Aaron, I, that is so weird that you just said that. Cause sometimes I get caught watching these stupid fucking uh, videos on Facebook. And this one guy that I I've been watching is just like this little, like Indonesian dude in the jungle. Yeah. 
And he, the other day I watched a fucking video of him put a bunch of uh, palm leaves on his back and had a stick with a little face on it. And he went and distracted an ostrich while his pet monkey went and stole an ostrich egg. (laughs) And that's a real life. I think it's called um, uh, Jungle Cooking or something is the name of the like the YouTube channel or whatever. That's uh, (laughs) that's fantastic. I I love how resourceful Um, you are. You know, it's just that's how they come up with shit like that. But so anyways, so I Googled it. Right. And then a YouTube video came up. There's a place in San Diego that will that does a breakfast where they get they get locally sourced ostrich eggs from an ostrich farm in in uh i know where it is because i used to play hockey there it's not escondido it's an escondido and they fucking do like a a full breakfast and the centerpiece of the breakfast is a fucking giant fried ostrich egg and you know unfortunately i won't be able to check it out when we're out in san diego in in a little over a month because my favorite uh breakfast spot is in uh, ocean beach and i'll for sure be going there um but anyways ostrich eggs bro uh, who knew they were they're a delicacy and apparently you can just buy them i saw on fucking amazon you could just buy an ostrich egg off of amazon bro you can buy anything on amazon including unhatched ostrich eggs how do you know i mean i bet you there's you think an ostrich egg would stay good for like a while just because <laughs> like if Obviously, if it was incubated, it would start doing its thing in there. But if it wasn't, it's like you can leave an e- a regular egg on the counter for, you know, five months. Ben, the an ostrich egg, one ostrich egg is the equivalent of 16 chicken eggs. Yeah, like a baker's dozen and a half. <laughs> <laughs> a baker's dozen and a third, bro. <laughs> <laughs> here's something else uh especially especially when we do these friday night episodes i always feel like these ones go a little bit more off the rails like because we're just like kind of chilled out you know like when we do saturday mornings it's like usually like the first thing we do in the morning by the way i have become a master at the mocha pot express the bialetti mocha mocha pot express Oh, the Supreme Bialetti Mocha Pot Express? Uh, yeah. Every time I look at that thing, though, I'm a little bit more like annoyed with myself that I spent $100 more on it than I really... Now that my net worth has dropped 27% in the last week, I'm like, mm, 100 bucks would have come in handy. Um, but uh, I am becoming a fucking master with that thing. This year, I'm going to completely reinvent my... Uh, kitchen abilities i was good in the kitchen before at the end of this year i'm going to be excellent in the kitchen that's i love that my thing this one every week i'm going to something new on sunday nights i'll make for dinner and i'll just keep expanding my horizons of culinary uh of proficiency and pretty pretty soon you'll just be eating like a pretty standard diet of rice and beans uh you see how many different ways you can do that because we'll have zero dollars yeah yeah like what twist can you put it on this week this this is you going garbanzo beans with some jasmine rice (laughs) dude i can't even are you kidding me i eat basmati (laughs) rice with my lunch every day and i can't get basmati rice right now supply chain shit there's no basmati rice around 
Um, really? Yeah. I normally buy like these five pound bags of basmati rice on, and the last two times I've been to the grocery store, they haven't had them. Um, and then so. um, speaking of rice, we were actually just talking. Is there, what are some big rice um, economies in the United States? Where do they grow rice in the United States or do they not? Well, I don't know. If, I don't know if any uh, United States. Because I, I mean, I don't know. Does rice exclusively grow in rice paddies? Well, <clears throat> oh, I don't six, know. Six states now account for over 99% of all the. Uh, uh, very, 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 very few places. Um, but there are a couple. So California, Texas, Louisiana. Uh, should be a little far from me. I was wondering if it was like some of those Delta states. Like, That's what it looks like. Lake, you... lake On the edge of Lake Nicaragua in this one little, like real flat area. Mm-hmm. Um, it, all, all you can see. I mean, we were flying and there was probably a thousand rice fields down there so it looks oh my god it's i just pulled up a map that's uh it's from 2010 but it's production by county for selected states it is tiny slivers of these states that i that i'm listing off here tiny slivers of them like texas it's four counties in southeastern texas louisiana has some more but i guess in reading in in now that i'm an expert on united states rice uh these dikes to uh protect the rice paddy fields from channels of salt water which overflowed during the high tide and all that so yes there oh, is yeah. american <clears throat> american made uh, rice production bed very nice good good the very nice talking about rice um what we should be talking about is rice aroni that's yeah. the real american rice yeah no shit hamburger helper those are like hand in hand yeah, right? was, yeah. <laughs> ben, I, uh, well, you know, it's funny. <clears throat> grocery stores are funny, right? So to make this this dinner I'm making Sunday, I had to, I, I had to go to two grocery stores because I needed uh, buffalo mozzarella. They don't sell that at Stop and Shop, and I wanted to get fresh basil, fresh uh, parsley. So I was like, you know, I'll go to Whole Foods for those. So I go to Stop and Shop first, and now stop the Stop and Shop I go to in Hamden. There is a mask mandate in place in the town of Hamden, but it's like 50, 50 people or 50, you know, 50%, 50% people walking around without masks and at the grocery store, nobody seems to care. So then I drive down to Milford to go to Whole Foods and I walk in and I just, I don't have my mask on because Milford doesn't have a mask mandate not to turn this into corona. Every single person in Whole Foods is wearing a mask. Like, shows you the the different demographics that shop at different grocery stores, where their where their uh, uh, thoughts on coronavirus lie. I walked in, yeah, well, and I had it in my pocket, and like the first woman I saw right in front of me didn't have hers on. I looked to my right. There's a dude there. He doesn't have his on. I'm like, oh, all right, we're cool. Well, turns out they were just a couple. And they were the only other people in the entire place. <laughs> and I was like, well, oh, fuck it. I'm committed at this point. Um, yeah, kind of like today. Um, so San Juan del Sur, uh, partly cloudy, 82 degrees currently at 6.30 p.m. Right. Well, fucking. So you can think three hours ago, 
at at three thirty, it was probably a little bit warmer, right? Sure. Yeah. So beautiful sun, warm. Um, a, we're at a beach, and this couple walks down with a child, and they they come to the same restaurant like that we're sitting at, and they they sit kind of like, you know, ten feet from us. When the waiter comes over, they put their masks on. Okay. And it fucking pissed me off so bad. I'm just like thinking. So we're sitting there. And I'm like, in the back of my head, it's like, how rude could you be? Like, is that not like, oh, this person must be fucking like this Nicaraguan guy that's our waiter that's cool as shit that's been you know, helping everybody out all day. I'm sure he's got coronavirus. So like, we got to put our masks on when he comes. So then like, I'm just staring at the guy as he has his mask on, like talking to the waiter that he only put on because the waiter came over. And then finally he took his mask off and put it in his back, his backpack. And um, it was just like, it's unbelievable though. Just like watching people and, and how they handle life currently it's it is it is very interesting ben um totally unrelated topic but we we did a podcast episode on it so it made me think of it remember we did the one on uh the social dilemma yes yeah so the guy who who put that together tristane harris was on uh joe rogan's podcast i don't know when it was it was recently within the last couple weeks and i i'm like halfway through it right now the way that technology and social media is used like basically weaponized is like fucking it's fucking terrifying he's basically he's basically talking about this like ties into what we're just talking about he's talking about the divisiveness within our society right like how you know the people you hear from the most are either super far on the right super far on the left like and the reason for that and it's like kind of crazy he talks about the changes in these big uh, social media companies' algorithms recently, you know, somewhat recent, the last few years, where basically the more um, like outlandish and exaggerated a take is, the more engagement it gets on social media. So the more it gets promoted and basically becomes this self fulfilling prophecy where now pundits, and politicians realize that the only way to truly reach people through social media is to have these outlandish and way out there takes. And then those get recycled and they get propped up by the algorithms and it just pushes it further. And all this like great political divide we're seeing is like partially responsible or, or social media is like partially responsible because of the way their algorithms push things like towards being viral or not viral and so the more ridiculous of something you say is the more likely it is to go viral and so all these people just feed into it to try and get the the social media exposure i saw the video the other day of the uh the woman on the plane that wanted the old man to put his mask on but he was eating and then she's like put your mask on and she wasn't wearing a mask either she starts screaming it put your mask on and he's like, oh, shut up, Karen. She's like, put your mask on. So now she's being restrained. Dude, she hits him. She punches really? the guy in the face. Oh my God. It was unbelievable. I'll have to send you the video because uh, 
it was it was pretty pretty fucking oh shit man it, it's here we it's, are again it's well, what, what it's, was i i said aaron you were what were you what was the first thing you said because it triggered something social that I was dilemma tristan harris joe rogan before that masks um um damn it you're um shit i don't know i don't, I don't remember i'm sure it was important yeah, no, you're 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 just stressed out from almost spending the next seventeen years in Nicaragua. Yeah, prison. yeah, a, a labor a labor camp. Counting your blessings. Um, the other terrifying thing that that has come like a lot of it has been terrifying so far, but like the, uh, the you know filters and shit. How you see you know people on Instagram with filters and Snapchat oh, filters. Oh, I remember what I was gonna say. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, it, it, it's relevant. Did you see all the shit about the Olympics? They're like what, the Chinese government basically has full access to every oh, bun- yeah. every Olympian's yeah. shit. So, and they're saying that um, they're like heavily advising all American athletes not to bring their devices to China to bring like burner phones. Yep. But I guess I read this article that essentially anything like, and the way I kind of like um, was like thinking about it was like just say you're a young athlete and you're yeah. like, you know, you see some shit and you're kind of a little bugged out. And the first thing you do is like text your mom or something, your dad, mm-hmm. like, you're not going to believe this. Like it was kind of sketchy. I'm guessing that they're just going to, they're going to like, that is what they're talking about. There'll be like imprisonment. If the ups, if, if China's, um, like status isn't like whip like upheld like if if china isn't looked at as like like if whatever you have to say is negative it's like it there's like threats that they'll come like take you and like hmm. imprison you to like you know keep keep their the, the chinese government image. does not fuck around the chinese go so they're they're so they they talk a lot about china in this in this episode and like it's very interesting because they, the Chinese government. So I guess these, the two guys in the podcast, they sat down with a, a sitting U S Senator and they're talking about China. And he said, do you know who China views as the number one threat to its government? And so like the obvious answer being the United States and the center says, Instagram no. influencers, they're tech companies, the Chinese tech companies, oh. because basically they can hold that much influence over the people where they can just, you know, if they so choose can overthrow the Chinese government. And so like, that's why China has basically like full, like tyrannical control over to the point where like, if you're under the age of 14 in China, you can't use TikTok between the hours of 10 PM and 6 AM. They have like a mandatory thing where, where you're scrolling through, if you scroll for too long, it'll stop for five seconds and be like, do you want to get up and go outside? Like they have full control over this shit. And it's like, you know, to some degree, it's actually like as much as 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 a not a person who's not a fan of big government, like they apparently the there's a Chinese TikTok, I forget what it's called, but well, TikTok is Chinese, but there's a another company that is like the just exclusively Chinese version of TikTok. And they don't like there are no influencers. What they show on it is like 
science experiments you can do at home and like pro Chinese government, like propaganda and all this stuff. But basically like trying to influence their children to want to achieve greater things as opposed to just being influencers. So like part of me is like, well, would that be such a bad idea, you know, to have in America, like where, you know, you're pushing kids to like, Hey man, the world doesn't live on the internet. Like go out and do something great. It's a kind of a, a, you know, it's for the second time this episode catch 22 where it's like both sides seem pretty good. But um, the, I was talking about the filters. Apparently I didn't no. know. This. I don't what. Oh no, nothing. I was going to oh, say that's, right. I mean, I mean, I like your point there. It's all like, yeah, it, it's, it's like, a, it's a weird, it makes sense. There's relevance to both sides. Right. You know? right. So they're talking about the filters and uh, they're talking. They're like, put the donut down. Yeah, right. Exactly. They're watching you through the camera and they're watching the video. Stop the video. And the guy in the video is like, hey, put the donut down. Uh, so uh, they're filters, sorry. Filters. So, you know, obviously there's like this competition between all the companies. Like, okay, who can beautify people the best so that their posts get the most interaction and it keeps them coming back, right? So it's just like competition between Snapchat and TikTok and, and, and Instagram. And for anybody who wants to listen to any of this, because I'm butchering a lot of it, but uh, Joe Rogan on Spotify, Tristane Harris and, and his partner, I forget what the guy's name is. Um, excellent listen. They make a lot of it very simple and it's objectively terrifying. Um, Wait, so you're saying that they make the filters like so that you look prettier so to get like people to right so so in theory those filters in theory i take a picture on instagram and i post a tiktok well the filter i use on instagram makes me look better i get more interaction on instagram so i continue to use instagram more and they've just won my attention from their competitor but what tiktok started doing and didn't announce this it, it leaked out was they added a slight filter to the no filter mode like a 2% change in people's faces. So it would just make you look just a little bit better in the no filter mode. So even though you think you have no filter on, they've, they've altered your face just slightly to make you look a little bit better, therefore gain more, more engagement, more interaction, therefore keeping you on TikTok even longer. It's fucking, it's all terrifying. Um, I had that, I had a couple of good TikToks. Remember when I got banned when I got shut down because I had the guy stealing the machete. booze? <laughs> what about the, what about the machete had, too? Did you put that one up? Yeah, I put the machete one up. Guy getting hit in the face by a woman with a machete. Weird. I don't know how that. I wonder why that one got taken down. Um, <laughs> Heck, dude, it's funny you say it that. It was going viral, man. It went, I, I've been. I I've it been, had four, like forty something. Remember, like in minutes. Yeah, well, because that's like another weird thing with their algorithm where like if like the first couple of TikToks you post, like will get like crazy like interaction. Yeah, they get like, like 45,000 views on it. And then it like kept going and kept going. Yeah. But, and then like if you don't, if you don't like, you know, do whatever it takes to keep that interaction up and just fade back into, you know, normality. It's funny you should say that. I've been, I've been tweeting a little bit lately, put my thoughts back into the universe. So I, I had a fucking five and a half hour Zoom meeting today. And the last couple hours of it was there's this new technology they're implementing a, a behind the scenes tool that they want us to use. And I think I'm probably the second youngest salesperson in the company. So like it's a, and I'm 32. So 
the age of the company skews much older. So as you can imagine, as they're trying to implement new technology, it is not, it doesn't go super smooth. These people don't know their passwords. They don't know what fucking app they're supposed to be using. It's a, it's a clusterfuck every fucking So time. you're, so, but you're like, it's like dialed in for you. I've been, I was laying on my normal. bed. I was laying on my bed for 45 minutes while all these people were asking these questions, like just trying to figure out how to turn off cookies, how to, you know, log in. Like <laughs> literally I was laying on my bed, petting Sasha while this was going on. The, the laptop, my iPad was up on my desk here. Um, so I tweeted, I tweeted, uh, yeah, I'll just read it. Um, and this will all come full circle and we'll wrap this whole thing up. I said, being on a meeting where they're te teaching old people, new technology is a human rights violation. And so tweeted it, whatever, 20 minutes later, I go back to Twitter and I'm scrolling through the timeline. And I noticed that the tweets not in the timeline. I'm like, what the fuck? So I text a friend of mine who follows me on Twitter and I said, Hey, I said, go on Twitter right now. I said, scroll back like 20 minutes. I, I posted this tweet 20 minutes ago. I said, do you see it on your timeline? He's like, no, I think because I used the words human rights violation, they pulled my tweet out of the fucking timeline, even though it didn't, you know, there was no, you know, there's nothing negative there. It was just a joke, but they pulled my fucking tweet. So like, yeah, big tech, man, just censoring people. And you know, it is a human rights violation. So much of my fucking time. Didn't we get censored on the C word episode? Yeah, we've gotten censored. We've gotten censored a couple times. And then a couple times the internet shut off and we were like, that was weird. Like the first episode we did when we didn't, when just coincidentally they, they didn't record like, any is, audio. They, they were like, these guys are too good off the game. Oh no, that's not what happened. <laughs> the meeting crashed literally the second we finished the episode. That's what happened. Oh, good times. Good times. Um, that was a yeah. hundred weeks ago. Yeah. That's well, I mean, 99 weeks ago <laughs> it was, was 99.1 <laughs> weeks ago um all right that's a wrap episode Send 100 it. peace out see ya Love.